and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, I am... Brian Hanks, Coach Barnes, and Coach Barnes. This is going to be weird. I'm going to, I'll be, because usually I'll say Coach Barnes, but I've got to say, like, how about Coach Shelley and Coach David? How's that? That worked. That'll work. That's, that's how, pull your mic yeah. a little bit closer to your mouth there. Uh, Coach Shelley, try that again. How's that? Oh, that's much better. I'll, I'll pot you up a little bit too. Uh, listen, if you missed hour one of the Brian Hanks show today, you missed a really good hour. Uh, we uh, talked to Mark Panicelli from the drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 ESPN. We talked about the College World Series, about the NBA Finals, about NASCAR, about the Stanley Cup Finals. Just a fun, fun first hour. If you missed that, then you can go to brianhanks.com. You can check it out. You can go to soundcloud.com. Or you can go to our replays at uh, 3 o'clock here on 960 The Bull or on 107.5 FM, 252 ESPN in New and Greenville and Wilson. I think this is the first. This is my 878th show, guys. I don't think I've ever had a a husband and wife team in – do the show live. I think I, I think we're breaking new ground here, guys. We're glad it. to be the first. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I love it. I love glad it. To be the By first. the way, I'm, I'm throwing this out there right now, uh, Coach Shelley. Uh, I, I need a, I need, and I'll pay, I'll pay for it. I need one of these shirts. Okay, <laughs> both of them. You, uh, Coach David's got the Lancer volleyball shirt on. That is looks good. It, it does. That's sweet as crap, yeah. man. And then the Lancer Pride shirt, which just kind of covers it. I guess since you're not just the co. Uh, why do, what are y'all calling each other, Coach Shelley? Are you co-head coaches, or is he the head coach and you're his assistant? Are you the head coach, his assistant? Are you co-head coaches? How are y'all doing this volleyball thing? Uh, I would say that we're co-head coaches. I mean, uh, he's pretty much running everything on the floor. Uh, he's running all of our practice, and I'm assisting him. And then outside of the gym – He's assisting me, and you know. Then we have uh, two assistants that are helping us recruit and helping us run practice, and so, you know, there's a whole team of us. But you know, David and I, we've since I've known him, that's the that's how we work best, you know. And so, I don't see any reason why to flip flop something that's been working so well. And and he's a much better coach than I am, and so I would prefer him running the floor than me. So a decision is has to be made. It's uh, 23-23, okay? And you guys decided you call a timeout. Who calls the play? Is it Coach David or Coach Shelley that calls the play? It'll be David. Okay. Okay. I just, I, I needed to, I just needed yeah. to know. Or even what? In the fifth set, it's only to 15, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 13-13, fifth set. This is for the Region 10 championship, okay? He will make the call. He will make the call, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, um, but there's you know there's places where she's going to make the call too, as far as money spent and you know dealing on the business end. You know, like she said, off the court, you know, she's going to be making most of those calls on the court with practice and games. Um, then it's it's worked best for for me to make those calls. Well, we're going to get into that in a little bit again. Uh, Coach David Barnes, Coach Shelley Barnes uh, from Lenore Community College here. Let's let's backtrack a little bit here, uh, Coach Shelley, and uh, just uh, talk to me about the decision process. You go from Lee Avery, who had coached the program, I guess, for three or four seasons, who, by the way, 
Landed on his feet. Sure <laughs> He's at a Rental Parrot Academy as a head volleyball coach there. But just tell me about a little bit. Again, this would be uh, switch your hats now from a volleyball coach to athletics director. Just that decision process to go from uh, Coach Avery to you guys coaching the program. Yeah, well, I think the school was just, you know, ready to maybe pursue a different direction. And, and so uh, – and so that's what we did. And, and, you know, I'm very elated that Lee was able to uh, land at Parrot. I think that's a, a great for him. Um, it's, it's great for us because we have a very good relationship and he can okay. he can push uh, players toward us, hopefully. Uh, and, and so it's good for both of us. The school, uh, you know, when they decided to make the change, uh, asked us to come back and um, – and, and so we're here and excited to be here. I got to tell you, a lot of time, and listen, I've been doing this since 1991, covering high school sports, college sports, even pro sports here and there. But a lot of times when there's a separation like that between, you know, someone loses a job, there's like some acrimony or whatever. I hung out with him a week ago Saturday at uh, Roxy's for uh, Mickey Weatherington's concert. He was completely cool. And I'm like, dude, you good? And he's like, Oh, yeah, you know, they had to do what they had to do. I just thought it was, like I said, a lot of times when something like that happens, there could be some bad feelings and, you know, upset stomachs and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And this was as melodious. Is that the right uh, adjective there to describe? But uh, but seriously, he was like, you know, maybe it was part of it that he found the job. You know, that parrot approached him. Maybe that was part of it. But I always felt like you really respected what he did. Uh, as a head coach of your volleyball program. Sure. I mean, you know, anytime somebody's willing to come into a college program and take over, I mean, you you have to respect that because it's a lot of of work and people don't realize how much time it takes, how much time it takes away from your family, how much, I mean, it, it's a it's a very time-consuming job and, and often a, a thankless job. And so, you know, I appreciate that from all of our coaches. And, you know, Lee came in, uh, you know, Originally, he came in and helped Valerie Cavanaugh as an assistant coach. That's right. Uh, after Dave and I left the first time and did a good job. Uh, and, you know, he, he had his own club and stuff going. So, you know, he was known in the area. And then, uh, you know, we had some other coaches come in after that. And then Lee took back over the program. And so, um, and, and he's done a good job. I mean, he, you know, he... Um, kept our players coming in uh you know he had good assistants working with him and you know he could run the program you know that he was respected in the in the conference and so all, all of that is good you know I didn't have to worry about um is stuff going to get done correctly or I didn't have to worry about does he know the rules I mean you know he knew those things now some coaches you know I do have to worry about that and so you know it was nice not having to worry about those things so much with Lee. You know, and, and also with Lee, um, there's probably – he's one of the people that we've tried to help the most in this community with volleyball. When we first showed up and were having success over at the college, and he was one of the first ones that was attracted to the knowledge and wanted the help, and he came in and videoed our practices. And, you know, we sat down and talked about strategies and drills and – offenses and defenses so lee was hungry for knowledge and we helped him out at his club uh, with, with practices and stuff and so you know we had invested some time in lee and 
Lee also was, uh, for a year or two, he was an assistant of mine over when I was at Parrot. Okay. And so um, then the job came open at uh, at LCC, and when he was helping me, and we had just come off of a state championship at Parrot, and um, he asked me, you know, about what did I think should he apply for the job or not? And, you know, I told him, well, that was totally up to him. Um, you told him about that, that hardcore AD over there at, uh, yeah, LCC, right? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but even more so than that, I, I did, you know, um, I, I've been a head coach at a, at a lot of different schools on a lot of different levels. And I told him that LCC is a challenging place to win in volleyball. You can look at the past history of the program, and that'll give you some indication of the natural flow there. Yeah. And um, so I, I did warn him of the how difficult it was to win there. And I think he saw that we won there, and, and yes, we, we, we did. But um, so obviously it was challenging, and um, I think some issues that, you know, people aren't, aware of until you actually get into a college position is uh, the demands and the time. And uh, I tell you what, you know, recruiting since January, I can promise you we have contacted well over 750 kids since. Good Lord, just for the volleyball program. Just for for volleyball. volleyball alone. We have contacted email, text, phone calls. We have contacted over 750. You could have given me like an over-under of, let's say, 70. And I would have been like, no, nah, they've not talked to 70 people. 750? It's right. Insane. And so I was talking with Coach Tillman in the weight room the other day. And I'm like, Coach. C.C. Tillman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, baseball. Yeah. And I was like, Coach, how many kids do you think y'all have recruited, you know, over the, in the past year? Yeah. Not six months in the past year. Yeah. And, you know, they're signing, what, 40, 50 kids are, are on their roster starting at the beginning she of the She would know fall. better than me, but I would say that's probably about right. Yeah, right. they're bringing in 40 to 50. Okay, well, they've contacted 200 in a year and signing that many kids. Wow. And, you know, a lot of kids for baseball, that's you crazy. know, they're contacting the coaches. You know, uh-huh. we're not getting that luxury where they're calling us and saying, oh, please let us come play at LCC. Yeah. That's the difference between males and females. Girls and boys want okay. to play sports. Boys are wide open, ready, just give me a mattress in a hallway somewhere <laughs> and a chance to play, and I'm ready to I'll go. I'll bring my glove and bat. Exactly. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, I got to ask one more question about last year's team before we look to the future, but I, I got to meet the young lady. In fact, she sat right there where uh, Coach David is sitting right now, uh, Jocelyn mm-hmm. uh, Evans. Jocelyn Evans. It's been a minute since I've been as impressed with a young person as I was with her. I told her that that day when I went to uh, basketball games this year, and uh, we went to a volleyball match and a couple of basketball games through the year, even baseball. I saw her out at every one of those. You're smiling right now, Coach Shelley. I mean, uh, very proud of that young lady, and, and tell people what's next for her now. Well, she just committed to Bluefield University, which I'm ex- – Bluefield, West Virginia, right? Uh, it's in Virginia. In Virginia, okay. Mm-hmm. It's an NAIA school, uh, and I'm ecstatic for her. You know, she just had foot surgery right after the spring, so, you know, she was limited for a while. She didn't know, you know, would a school pick her up. 
after that and did a school have what she's wanting to do which is you know human services and stuff and so um very elated that that she was given an opportunity everything that she's done she's worked for on her own I mean she's paying for college on her own she she's doing it all and she was a student worker for me she was a SGA officer I mean she was very involved at the school I saw her with a camera in her hand oh, taking yeah. pictures. I, I was and... using her as much as I could and, yeah. and you know she's um she was um more mature than a lot of uh, college um, students, honestly. And so I, I gave her a lot of responsibility, and she, and she ran with it. And, you know, now she this summer she's still working at the college in a, in a different department. And uh, everybody's going to be sad when, when we see Jocelyn, you know, leave and head off to school. Very polite young lady, too. Every time I saw her, she was, you know, hey, Mr. Hanks, I, I think she was at the uh, uh, pick at – the LCC at Pitt basketball game. She you had was. Her, and, mm-hmm. and she made a point of coming over and saying hello, too. And I just – when good things happen to good people, it makes you happy, doesn't it, Coach? Sure does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very excited for her. Well, that's awesome. Those voices you're listening to, it's, uh, that's Coach Shelley Barnes, Coach David Barnes. We're going to pivot back over here to you, Coach David. And this is your first time on the show. Uh, we've talked to Coach Shelley many times, probably 20, 25 times through the years. Uh, would like to get to know you a little bit. Uh, how did you, uh, just give us your history. how did you get involved coaching volleyball? Where'd you go to high school? Where'd you go to college? All that. Went to high school at Trinity high school in, uh, well, Trinity, North Carolina. A lot of people don't know where Trinity is. So if you go to high point, uh, uh, North Carolina, then Archdale is a little bit South of high point and, uh, Trinity is uh, in that area, so it's called the Archdale Trinity area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I went to high school, played football, baseball, basketball there, and from there I was offered a full scholarship to play baseball at High Point University. I actually had quite a few different offers, but I chose um, High Point. The reason I chose High Point was because of our schedule. Uh, at that time, uh, we were playing in our non-conference schedule we got to play nc state uh unc chapel hill virginia tech uh, appalachian state western carolina Uh, so you know we were playing all the big schools although uh, we were not as big as them our baseball reputation was served us well and so uh, you know the big schools were were wanting to play us so um and after uh, after baseball, um, uh, I then went on and played uh, a lot of baseball until I was about, I think the last year I played was uh, 29, 30 years old. Um, well, like come, semi-pro or? Yeah, I uh, played for the Greensboro Brewers out of out of Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. Which is, uh, used to play at the old uh, World War Memorial Stadium there behind A&T. What positions you play? Well, that's another. I, I was a full scholarship pitcher. Okay. But you know, through little leagues and high schools, and I, I was I played every position: shortstop, center field. Uh, was usually a three to four hundred hitter. American Legion. I was. I think it was a four oh five batting average. My wow. last year in high school, I averaged two strikeouts every inning that I pitched. Um, ERA of below one, um, and so from college on, I started at 
all nine positions before I finished playing. Even catcher? Catching all nine <laughs> positions uh, before I finished my career at around 30 years old. Um, so from there, I went into coaching baseball. Um, I had baseball coach, assistant football coach, and I where was, where was that at? I was hired back at the school that I uh, went to high school at, Trinity, Trinity High okay. School. Yeah. And so um, both of my brothers are big-time football coaches. So Daryl Barnes is my oldest brother. He's uh, Daryl Barnes is your brother? Yeah. Okay, I've st- I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to. <laughs> no, I know Daryl Barnes. I mean, I, ca- yeah. I was in Western North Carolina before I came here. So I was in Gastonia and Shelby and – Covered uh, some uh, independence versus uh, Richmond <laughs> County and that Scotland was, County. So that was some of the. So big Mark ones. is your other brother. Mark's my middle brother. Yeah. And How so, have, uh, t- time out, Coach. I'm yeah. sorry. How in the hell have you never told me this, Coach Shelley? Oh, I think I may have honestly, but uh, I don't think you. I I no no I would I did not know that. Yes, yeah. I mean I'm very familiar with both of them. Right. So you know Daryl, he's in the Hall Scotland of Fame. Scotland County, Richmond County. Yep. Oh yeah. Good lord. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Please. No. Yeah. But so, I'm mad at you, Coach okay. Shelley. <laughs> so you know Daryl. So now I even see the resemblance. I mean yeah. I can. Yeah. Yeah. So Daryl, you know he's in the North Carolina Coaches Hall of Fame and. Uh, Mark, he's been coaching football for 30 plus years. Uh, he's in, he won some state championships at what, uh, Shelby. Yeah. He's double dipping in South Carolina now, now, right? He's double dipping in South Carolina. Um, so, uh, I, I, I played quarterback in high school, but I did not enjoy being an assistant coach in football because, there were so many other coaches there that depended upon you winning or losing on Friday night. And, you know, you could do well in your area of coaching, and then there's five or six other areas on the field that other assistant coaches are doing. And you might have felt like on Friday night that they were not nearly as prepared as your group, but yet, you know, you go down as a group. You either win as a group or you lose as a group. So I kind of fell out of – Fell out of football because I either had to make the chance to be uh, the choice of make it to, to be a head football coach, or you know I knew with baseball uh, I, I was a coach and I might have an assistant, but I was the one pulling all the strings and I I had more of a say and control of whether we won or lost and. So we were very successful in baseball when I was coaching, and we were very unsuccessful in the football program that I was helping assist. So um, I had the chance to be a head coach in football, and I rejected that. I got out of football, and that school that I was at, Trinity, was like, well, you need to coach two sports. So you got out of football. What are you going to do? And I'm like, well, um, I'm going I'm to – I play a little bit of two-man volleyball, so uh, our volleyball program, I think we're the worst in the conference, so I, I surely couldn't do any worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I took over volleyball, and, you know, I had to transform from being an outdoor grass and sand two-man player to coaching six people on an indoor court. So there's a little bit of different strategy to that and all that, but. You know, the first season I took over, uh, we 
finished in second place in the conference. And from then on, I was and You there. should let people know, too, Trinity's not a little small 1A. I mean, I'm no, familiar it's a 3A. with Trinity. Yeah, yeah that's, well, a, that's a well, big program. When I was there and coaching and playing, it was a 3A program. I think since I have left that uh, they're a 2A now, I think. But, uh, yes, we were uh, we were a 3A program with about probably – Twelve or thirteen hundred kids in uh, in high school program. Um, so you know, I, I had that program. I believe it was for six years, and all of those six years, we either finished first or second in the conference, and wow. we made some deep runs into the state tournament, finishing third one year in the state, fifth, and in, in the top eight, I think, two other times. So uh, that's where it all started, really, with the volleyball, and. Um, About what year was that, approximately? Uh, that should have been in the early 90s, okay. all the way through late 90s, actually. Um, and so when when I, I left Trinity High School, I then went to Richmond Senior High. Yeah. And the Darryl, Raiders. Uh, Darryl was doing football, and I was doing volleyball, and... Immediately, we went there, and we won two conference championships back-to-back out of the three years that we were there. And then, you know, my other brother, Mark, was over at Scotland, and Scotland County was like, hey, man, we've seen what you've done with that volleyball program over there. Our girls' program surely does need a lift over here. And I'm like, well, uh, at that time, Shelly had just got into teaching, and um, – I'm not even sure. Did you have your degree at that time with teaching, or were you still getting your degree? No, I, I had finished it by then. So she had secured her degree, and I said, look, if you'll hire me and my wife <laughs> at your high school. Scotland in, County. At Scotland County yeah. High School in physical education, then we'll both come over. And that's what happened. So Shelly went over as uh, teaching health and PE. Mm-hmm. And was also the head track coach. Right. She was my assistant volleyball coach. And I went over as the head volleyball coach. And we had to uh, do a second sport there as well. So, um, you know, with my strong background in baseball, they wanted me to do baseball. Um, I wasn't looking to put that much time into my second sport. So I said, I will assist your softball team. And... I was kind of wondering how being an assistant coach would work after all the years of being a head coach. But I said, you know, that would probably be the the easiest thing for me to do, less time-consuming. Um, and what happens within the first month of being the assistant softball coach? Quotes, yeah, air quotes. <laughs> they fire the head coach. <laughs> so wow. now I'm the head fast-pitch softball coach, yeah. you know. But um, volleyball at Scotland, you know, um, the, the school had been uh, went back in the history books and forty uh, some years of being established as a school and having a volleyball program and never winning a conference championship in the school's history, ever. Wow, and. Our first seat, the, the most wins they'd ever had in one season was 11. Our first season there, we were 22 and 3. Mm-hmm. We were there for 11 or 12 seasons, and our worst season 
ever was 19 and 6. Uh, we amassed 250 wins and like 25 losses over that span. We wow. won eight conference championships back to back to back to back to back to back to back. To back. Uh, so just really, you know, flipped that program upside down. Wow. And so um, then Shelly got the job at LCC. Well, we, we went well, to St. Andrews. Yeah, we went to St. Andrews Presbyterian College, uh, 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 NCAA Division II at that time. And uh, it was a hard decision to come out of the college coaching because, you know, it's hard to get into college coaching. Once you're into college, it's not hard to move around. And the AD there was uh, – First name was Carl. I can't remember his last name, but he was an, an older gentleman. And he's like, look, I'm watching you guys. You are going to go Division One in, in a heartbeat if you'll just stay with us here. But at that time, St. Andrews was a little bit insecure with their finances. And they were just on rocky ground. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I was a little bit scared to stay there with the finances. And uh, they ended up before uh, – after I left, they lost their accreditation. They had to go under some other school. I vaguely remember this. Yeah. Remember when this, and yeah. then I think, what, now they're NAI or, or something, you know. So uh, maybe I did see the handwriting on the wall there before it actually happened, you know. Um, and then, you know, from there it was Shelly and I did uh, LCC volleyball for four, four years. Four years. And um, – she went to be the AD, and LCC came to me about continuing, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm married to Shelly, but I'm not married to LCC, <laughs> so uh, it's time to, you know, what can you afford to pay me to continue the winning that's gone on here, and mm -hmm. from all we've been able to find, we gave them the best years that there's been at LCC with volleyball, and if you want to continue that, then, you know, well, they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't produce the revenue that I needed to stay and do that. Well, they job. had to pay Coach Shelley. Yeah, you know they had. I to, mean, yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> so then I moved on to Parrot, and uh, at Parrot was there for five seasons. We had five conference championships. We won two of the only state championships they've had in volleyball there. So you know. The good Lord has blessed us with success, and it, as you can hear in every program that we've been at, and we just uh, pray that we can uh, work as hard and be as successful here on the, the next round at uh, LCC as we were the first round. That is awesome. That voice you listen to there, that's Coach David Barnes, Coach Shelley Barnes. Say hello, Coach Shelley. Hello. There you go. I got to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, man, it's pouring out there, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I saw you turn around like, what? Oh, yeah, it's very dark out there right now. Listen, thank you again to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's get back to our big interview. We've got a Coach Shelley Barnes. We've got Coach David Barnes, uh, the co-head coaches of uh, the Lenore Community College uh, volleyball program. And uh, that's just I, so many things. You're going to have to come back another time because I want to go down the road of just you telling people just how crazy prep sports is and not just football. Now they're yeah. known for football, Scotland and uh, Richmond County, but uh, man, just, I just want to know all the dynamic. Are you the youngest brother? You gotta I'm, be the, I'm young, the youngest. I'm about to say, yeah. cause you don't uh, look that old. And I know coach uh, Mark and coach Daryl Barnes and yeah. uh, you look much younger than both of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit lighter than them too. <laughs> yes, you are coach. Yes, yeah. you are. Um, but I mean, just, when I think of, I got to tell you, when I think about Scotland County, I think about the Marching Scots. That is oh, the best high school band great. in the state of North Carolina. And the I mean, kids, I've not seen whole, them several. Right. I've not seen them in several years, but I remember I covered a couple of Richmond County, Scotland County games in the late nineties. Uh, like football a small games. college. It is, mm-hmm. and just the atmosphere. I mean, if you have uh, never experienced, you know, when I was at Richmond. And I'm at Scotland. I mean, the Friday nights there, and I'm talking about the the, uh, safety people, the police, they they shut the gates down. You cannot bring (laughs) any more people in this stadium. It it is past capacity. 13,000, 15,000, something like that. I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, with Mark, being the AD at, uh, at Scotland, they would make enough money at the football game alone to float the rest of the sports, the whole season in, in one, one football game, one football game. So then it sounds like Shelby and Chris, right? It really does. So then they started playing each other twice. (laughs) They would play a non-conference game early in the year to pack the house. And then they would always end the season with a conference match between Scotland and, and Richmond. And didn't and you guys if, meet in the playoffs a couple of times, it, too? Yes. I remember that. Though. And they would pack it every time. <laughs> I mean, really, small college football really doesn't even parallel to the people that, that would be at that game. That The stands would be full, and then people standing all a circular Five around the track. Five or six deep. It's like I said, I had the honor of covering uh, them for uh, – I was a freelancer, too, in the 90s. So, I mean, I, I think I covered it for the Charlotte Observer once. Uh, maybe for the News and Observer I did it one I time. I was going to ask you – High school you, OT, I remember I did. If you ever ran into Fred Fox, WLNC. He he, he ran a, uh, a radio program. AM 1300. AM okay. 1300. And, you know, we were on there countless times for yeah. track and for volleyball, uh, much like you know we're doing what I'm doing here. right now. Yeah. yeah, and he did just as you. He did a great job there. Oh, he he loved you, sports, and I mean he was interviewing players and coaches, and you would see him at out at every event, and you know it was. This is awesome. Very very. You guys got to come back. When's the? Uh, I'm up against the clock. I can't believe this. Well, uh, when it, the charity game that you guys or the day where you helped the Jessica Ramsey the Jessica Memorial. Ramsey yes Memorial. When is that? August the twelfth. Well, you you guys. We'll have eight high schools coming in, and mm-hmm. we'll run it much like a club tournament. Um, but all of that, uh, the entry fee, and then uh, to to come in and play, and then just admission, all of that goes towards the sessions Je- and everything, right? Goes toward Jessica Ramsey Memorial Scholarship 
for volleyball. That is awesome. And uh, because I, we're out of time, we've run up against the clock. Wow. I know. Uh, 35 minutes. Where'd it go? <laughs> Just like that. Real quick, I do want to give you an opportunity. I know I'm going to bite into the birthday game here a little bit, but I want to give you a chance. We had Matt Grantham on the show, mm-hmm. uh, Coach Shelley, on uh, Friday. It's been a minute since I've been, almost like I was talking about Jocelyn. I was very impressed with Jocelyn. Coach Shelley, I was really impressed with Matt Grantham. I'd never talked to him before. It's the first time I'd ever talked to him in my life. And I, when he left, it, I was having trouble with keeping my jaw up. I mean, I was very, I think he, if you, got to hold on to him but I think uh, he's going to do some great things for the LCC basketball program isn't he I, I feel like he is and you know he has uh, very well established roots in eastern North Carolina he knows a ton of people and so um, you know now he, he's got a lot to do here quickly because you know we have to solidify the team but um, you know he's already signed three right off the bat and you know he's talking to a, a ton of players and so uh, I'm very excited about I, I think what he's going to bring to the program. I'll tell you this. I don't think Coach Hines would mind. The first thing, Coach Dory Hines from UMO yeah. contacts me. It's like, I see you have my boy on. Uh, and then a couple of local coaches, and I probably shouldn't say, a couple of high school coaches were very impressed with him too, Who basketball coaches who listened to him. I think we're going to get that pipeline from uh, Lenore County, Greene County, Jones County. Pitt County, too. Well, One that, of them was a Pitt County basketball coach. That's so. what we hope. I mean, yeah. uh you know, we, we had a ton of applicants. I, I just shut it off after a little bit. I mean, because I was at over 25 applicants. And, you wow. know, very qualified people. All A lot of the ones that applied, any of them uh, were, were qualified. Most of them were very qualified. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I was really looking for that Eastern North Carolina niche. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited about his enthusiasm, his knowledge, his his connections. Did you listen I'll, to the interview? Yes. I yeah. was blown away. I well, was you know, blown away. Brian, just, just look across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got uh, baseball, a Hall of Famer there. Yep. Running baseball. you got soccer. One step away from the World Series, Coach Shelley. I know, one step. Yeah. you got soccer, and a, a, a multi-division mm-hmm. one time uh, that, he's, that he's coached. Yep. Uh, now we've just brought in the, uh, the new basketball guy and, you know, you've got, uh, coach Shelley and I doing volleyball that's been division two, JUCO, uh, three A and four A high school levels. Uh, you know, um, that's a fairly impressive, uh, it's more than uh, fairly uh, impressive. It's very coaching staff for a junior college, uh, staff, you know, so. Well, the glory days are upon us, right, Coach Shelley? You know, I'm very hopeful and excited about the whole staff, and so uh, I can't wait to see what happens. Very good. Listen, uh, Coach Shelley Barnes, Coach David Barnes, let's get you back in here before the uh, before the Jessica Ramsey. What sure. do you think? Yeah. And we'll promote that, and we'll talk about uh, soccer coming up too, uh, soccer and uh, volleyball, and then before we know it, we'll be you'll be in the meat of the season, guys. I know yeah, it'll be here quick. Very good. And next time, see, I, w- I want to hear the story about how you guys met. I want. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the that's the that's the romantic part of me, guys. Yeah, I mean, I want to yeah. hear how you guys met and how you guys all these years. I mean, two two coaches, you know, who are responsible for teams. Uh, just your whole dynamic there. That I'm, I'm fascinated by that whole thing. Listen, Coach Shelley Barnes, Coach David Barnes. Thank you guys for joining me thank this you. morning. Okay? Thank you. Let's get John and Jonathan here to play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. Today is Monday, June the 12th, in the year of our Lord 2023. The 
it's time to play the birthday game with my dear friends, John Dawson mm-hmm. and Jonathan Massey. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Why the muted responses here the first thing of the week here, John Dawson? Pre-show banter, Brian. <laughs> Pre-show banter, indeed. Dead Jonathan? man walking. I <laughs> 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 I wish I had that. I'll overlay it for your service. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, John Dawson, how does it feel? Weekend is over. You are now the father of a high school graduate and college graduate, for that matter, who has her uh, associate's. associate's degree, dude. It feels about like I did Friday, Brian. I just, you know, a little bit older, a little bit closer to that uh, those great goalposts in the sky. I don't know. Marching towards Jerusalem. What do you want me to tell you? Well, how was graduation, dude? It was great. Were you there? It was the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It I was, was the. There. It was uh, those eight hours flew by just like that. <laughs> Why are graduations so long? There's no need. They already have an awards day. See, when I was in high school, I can't speak for you. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a separate awards day and then graduation. We did all our awards at graduation. And still our graduations were shorter than they are today, dude. I don't know. Was this, you know, I'm going to get off my lawn. But this generation now, if you have like a, a wedding, you don't get a wedding invitation. You get a save the date and then you get an invitation. And they both say the same thing. So it's basically a racket. Whoa, 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 whoa. This generation stuff here. You two got like a text message. That's, that's all you got. <laughs> okay, <true>. everybody but <laughs> Massey. But, you well, know. they would let our valedictorian do like a five-minute speech. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I was so far. We had 120 in our class. And I was like number 85, okay? So mm-hmm. uh, I was nowhere. I wasn't even within sight distance of the valedictorian, okay? What about you? Where did you graduate? I honestly don't remember. North or North? Well, what neighborhood, though? I mean, were you in the I, middle I really of the class? I, I don't know. I, mean, what I about, don't know. I'm, I'm I was on the honor roll. That's all I remember. Well, that's good. I made A's and B's. Did you get to have, like, a little special sash around no, your No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, was, I, was, I wasn't showing off, Brian. Oh, you're not going to believe this. I was at your graduation, Jonathan Massey. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to believe where I graduated, though. Where'd you graduate? Top 10. Top 10% or top 10? I was top 10 in my class. It's Green County, so it's like bragging about being the the t- world's tallest <laughs> midget. Yeah, <laughs> that's good too. I, you were forget. you really top ten? I you forget. I was that. a really good student in high school. Yeah, you were. It was college that did me in. When you met Brian, it went downhill. No, I, I met him when he was twelve or thirteen. So no, there's no excuse there. I probably helped him become become a better student. I'll just never forget though when you went to college and you came into the newsroom. And you and Richard Clark, <laughs> Richard Clark said, hey, "Now this is a true story." Tell I remember him I, oh, Richard Clark completely yeah. unwarranted advice, or not unwarranted, unsolicited, unsolicited advice. But was I he spot on? Listen, dog, you wasting your time down there. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell him some of the, the the things that you can say here on the on this FCC regulated station because there were things that you can't say that he told you, but that he called. Oh, he's like it don't ma- it doesn't matter if you study, just go to class. That yep. was one. And the, let's call a spade a spade here. Richard knows because he did the exact same crap I did, but he just stuck with the bad grades. I think he was on the eight-year <laughs> plan at ECU, if I yeah. remember correctly. Sort yeah, of like f- our good friend Drew Loftus, remember? Yeah, well, he was on what, the nine. Was it yeah. seven or nine? It was the nine-year plan at UNC Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing you, John, you got it knocked out probably in three years, right? You got your bachelor's in three, three and a half years. I got years, my probably. bachelor's in four. Okay. Okay. 
took me six years, <laughs> so I mean, I can't say anything either. I went to like three community colleges and uh, then finished at UNC Charlotte, but uh, mm. <sighs> we're so smart. So anyway, uh, Jonathan Massive, okay, we know what John did. What did you do this weekend? Uh, absolutely nothing. Although I did go to Birds by LCC on Saturday, mm-hmm. and those dang kids that were graduating had that place overrun. Peed me off. <laughs> get, you know, this is my breakfast spot. I don't care that you graduated high school. Good there. Yeah. Get, get away. Get away. This is my place. Yeah. Ooh, we graduated. Big deal. So did I. <laughs> get out of here. Bird's Biscuits are pretty doggone good. <coughs> They're not even a sponsor, but they should be. Yeah, they should. They could yeah. be. I like, I You've like, had one of theirs before? Yes. Yeah, they're good. I always get some variation of patties uh, uh, on, on a cheese biscuit, eggs, and patty sausage, or bacon, or link sausage, or smoked sausage. One of those four every Saturday for the last year. That's awesome. Almost now every Saturday. I'll, now I want one. So I, I drink a smoothie for breakfast all week. So on Saturday, I'm looking for something that had some parents. So I do try to <laughs> find a biscuit somewhere on yeah, Saturday. Uh, <coughs> I recommend getting out the birds when you can. Mm. There you go. How about that? Man, if Jason Bryant's listening right now, he's upset with me. He hates when I do uh, unsolicited ads for Well, maybe uh, they'll hear it and become a sponsor. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I wish they would. But listen, you don't have to pay Jason Bryant. Just bring us biscuits every <laughs> morning, right? With 20s in them. <laughs> With 20s in them. I love it. Okay, uh, Dawson, you won on Friday 3-2, uh, to two, which every one of our birthday games so far in June have finished 3-2. to two. It's been insane. Uh, but you lead four days to three here so far in June. Uh, you get to tell us about our title sponsor, uh, GoEco Office Automation, and their owner, Jacques Passleg. GoEco Office Automation is run by Jacques Passleg, and they do pay for an ad. They sponsor this segment. And... Uh, if you love this, well, if you, even if you don't like this segment, you should go down and see Jacques because not only is he wise uh, when it comes to spending his advertising dollar, he's got office automation options down there that make Star Trek look like Hee Haw. That's how advanced he is. Back to you, Brian. I love it. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you know how to get us in touch with Jacques Passelay. How do we do that, sir? You dial 252-286-286-53. Five, four. Five, four. Did you, you know? To, did you notice I had to lower mine uh, a register there because you started out deep. You usually will start a little bit higher there, John Dawson, when we do our little uh, mm-hmm. harmonizing the phone number. Well, I, I did a, a lame impression of Richard Clark earlier, and I was still down in that gear. There you Sorry. go. There you go. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com. I like it. That's what we'll do. Let's play the birthday game here. Today is, like I said, Monday, June the 12th in the year of the Lord 2023. And uh, this first birthday, uh, listen, we've got three people who passed away. That'll be the end of the birthday game. But the first two, and this one I can proudly say, I watched him play basketball in high school. at Jerry West. High- I was going to say Dr. Naismith, but that's pretty good. <laughs> Feel good about yourself over there, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah, sure. No. <sighs> but I got to see him play in high school at Providence High School. He went on and played for Carolina and then had a 16-year career in the NBA. He's now the director of pro personnel for the Washington Wizards. It's James Worthy. I don't know. Antoine Jameson. I don't oh, see okay. James Worthy playing high school. I saw him play in college twice. I, I don't know when he Worthy or Ant Jameson. James Worthy. Oh, okay. Well, you could have been a kid watching him play in high school. For oh, dude, I was too poor. I didn't go to any college basketball game. Only college sports I went to when I was in high school was you at said, Wake. 
You said in high school. You saw him playing yeah. in high school. I saw him play. In, when I'm, good point. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. When he was in high Damn school. Damn it, Brian. No, you're right. You got it right. My bad. I, you, 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 you. Yeah, I know. I know. I deserve it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want to describe what that was there, John Dawson? It was Darth Vader choking someone without touching them from yeah. across the room. And it was pretty good. It kind of scared me a little bit. See how wide his eyes got, too? Uh, you know, he's just prepping for later. It's kind of scared me a little bit. So, uh... <laughs> Good Lord. Antoine Jameson, I got to tell you, watched him play, uh, like I said, for Providence High School, take on Hunter Huss and Chris Lang. Remember Chris Lang? I do. They both ended up going to Carolina, Jameson and Chris Lang. Antoine Jameson had a cast, a half cast. He didn't have a full cast, but Mm -hmm. like a cast that went up to his elbow. Still had a double-double. If I remember correctly, it was something crazy, like 24 points and 17 rebounds Mm. for Providence with a cast on his arm. Shot free throws with one hand, with his shooting hand. It was just, I, just I knew he off. was going to be exact. Well, I knew he was going to be special when I saw that. And he had a double-double in the state playoffs against seven-foot Chris Lang. I mean, that was, it was, it was good. Jameson was amazing. Uh, and then, like I said, just went on. He had a really good career with tar, with your Tar Heels. And, yeah. uh, Don't call them my Tar Heels. I'm, they're on probation with me right now. I kind of figured that. But like I said, now the director of pro personnel for the Washington Wizards, Antoine Jameson over there. John Dawson, how old is he today? I have no clue. I'll say 48. You say 48. What do you say? Do you remember Antoine Jameson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 48. That would have been my guess. Um, oh, wow. 16-year career. Uh, 40, 49. You're going to be so mad yeah, at yourself. He was born June the 12th, 1976. He would be 47 today, which is was halfway out. You said 40, uh, 49. Mm. Yep. Congratulations, John Dawson. You get that point. Mm. You lead one to nothing. And speaking of basketball, I I don't know what, how important he is to you, Jonathan Massey, but I guarantee you the voice of NBA basketball for years on CBS and on NBC. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, on CBS or NBC? It was NBC, but I think he actually did some years on Marv CBS. Marv Albert. Marv Albert. Shoot, hold on. I can do this. I used to love him. He, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. He used to go. He would come on Letterman and, uh, the 1230 show like once a month <coughs> and do the wild and the wacky sport, and he would just show nothing but goofy sports clips, and you knew what was coming, but it was hysterical. Every It was just pay dirt. No surprises, but it was like, you know. Guy gets hit in the head with a ball. A guy in the crowd spills beer on a woman. It was just hysterical. But would you not? I mean, he, to me, was the first voice I remember of NBA I basketball. I loved hearing him call a game. Yeah. Even, even if I, I could pick him up on the radio. Was it the Knicks he would do? Is that right? Look, yeah. He was the voice of the New York Knicks. I when he wasn't it. doing national games, he was doing the Knicks on radio. Yeah, I love listening to him call a game. I believe it. Preferably on, on radio because on TV it's a little more stilted. and yeah. But radio, they're more descriptive. Than Give me a yes. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not what Brian had in mind. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Jonathan Massey, you know who Marv Albert is, right? He used to say that. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. How, ish. Ish. Well, I, forget all that. How old is he today? 86. You say 86. John Dawson, the great Marv Albert. 85. Yes. Nah, that wasn't good either. Yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. You got to put more pitch, uh, pitch into it. Yeah, pitch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Say it. 
Yes. Put a little air, like, in between your top Say it from here. Gum. Say it from the middle of your yeah, throat. He's saying do it from the top of my mouth. You're saying do it from my throat. Well, it's, it, it goes in layers. Yes. Okay. We're running long, so I've okay. got to. Uh, <laughs> Marv Alpert. Uh, he was born uh, June 12, 1941, so he's 82 today. You right. have it 85, so it's, you take a two to nothing lead. Three people have passed away, and I'm. Not even going to exa- or not going to whatever. I am so excited about this next uh, birthday because they're dead. No, not because they're dead, but just uh, because I'm messing with you. Oh, you're good. You're good. <coughs> <sighs> what pipes on this guy? To dream the impossible dream. Look at this. To find. Do you know who it is, though? I'm going to give it away right here for sure. You ready? Yeah. He was Gomer Powell on the Andy oh, Griffith G- Show. Jim Neighbors. Yep, this is Jim Neighbors. Listen surprise, to surprise, surprise. Listen to this. Oh, he had a whole separate career as a singer. I didn't even know this until... I mean, late it, later in my life. I'm talking about. Don't you remember him singing 30s. on the show, though? I really don't. You thought? Don't you remember on Andy Griffith? He's singing in the choir to replace Barney, and then in on, on the Gomer Pyle USMC, they put him in the choir because he's a ringer. Ah well. Ah. Now, how I know about it is the uh, before. He used to do the Indy 500. The Indy 500, my what? My home, sweet home, Indiana, or something yeah. like that, or. I'm thinking Sweet Home Alabama, but uh, whatever it is, uh, my old home place. The Indiana State song. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And he would sing it before the Indianapolis 500, and that's how I got to know him. There's or, a scene on Gomer Pyle USMC where he's sitting there, and uh, Rob Reiner, you know, Meathead. Yeah. Before he was, a, he was a director, he was Meathead. And before that, he was an actor, and he played a part on Gomer Pyle USMC, and there's a scene where Gomer and Ron and Rob Reiner are singing Blowing in the Wind. <laughs> As a two-way. <laughs> you think I could find that? Not right. Not okay, doubt. Okay. But. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Now I've got to try. So uh, here, I'll let you listen to it a minute. If I can't find it immediately, we will just go ahead and go without it. But that now I'm intrigued. Jim <laughs> uh, Neighbors and who'd you say? Rob Reiner. <laughs> Gomer blowing in the wind. Let's pull this up here. It's people. That's all that really counts, not things. Things just can't make you feel this good. Some things are nice, like that guitar. It makes nice music, and that can make you happy. Oh, my God, it is Rob Reiner. That's nice. I like that. (laughs) Sing it with us. How many roads must a man walk Oh my god before you can call him a man Oh wait a minute here's Bob Dylan How many must a Wow dude that is impressive that is Rob Reiner and Jim Neighbors singing Blowing in the Wind There you go sounds Look better you, than dude. Bob it, it, it actually does. Okay, uh, he passed away, John, in 2017. How old today would uh, Jim Neighbors be if he were still alive today? Uh, 91. 
You say 91. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 92. He was born on uh, June the 12th in the year of the Lord, 1930. So he'd be 93 today. Congratulations, uh, Jonathan Massey. You were ahead two to nothing, right? Sure. No. What, what, what Was this number three? Yeah. Yes, uh, Antoine was, Jameson. He got Antoine Jameson. Marv Albert. He got him by a lot. Yeah, so it's two to one now. Okay. Hey, we have another. Uh, uh, Birthday. I deserve that. We have another uh, uh, band. Man, they now. You can't tell me about this band because I love this band so much. Uh, oh, you give I'm, me a chance. Oh, you're definitely. Oh, Boston. The lead singer? Brad Delp. Dude, I went down a rabbit hole on Brad Delp, man. Not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. And I suggest, and I'm just, I'll just say he took his own life. Yep. We'll leave it at that, but how can I say? He had issues with depression. He had a lot of issues with depression, but I'm just talking about the method in which he did it. Are yeah. you familiar with it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Hold on. But us all three being Scrubs fans, yes. you got to remember this. Remember oh, the what? air guitar yeah. thing. Yep, the air guitar band, and uh, Turk was the... Turk and the accountant and... Yep. Uh, the lawyer. Janitor. Lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer and janitor. Yeah, it was awesome. I love this song. This would be in my top 20 favorite songs of all time. I think Todd was the drummer. I think so, yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. That it just, man. Oh, you have seen the end of Ted Lasso, right? You still haven't? I've. I'm not. <laughs> hey, just let's quit. I I've got wanna. a year and a half year old. Yeah. That refuses to watch anything other than Bluey and Little Bear. Well, the the little scoundrel does go to sleep sometimes, though, right? Yeah, about the same time we do. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, I'll just say this, dude. You've got to watch it, man. I know. And it was so good at the end. I, mean, I don't think I'm going to – I cried like three times. I'm not even ashamed. I'm serious. I mm. literally – tears came out of my eyes three times. Message Kip Kroger when it was all over because he had told me that we had one more episode left. I thought it was over after the 11th episode. But it was there allegedly was a Cheers reference in it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so uh, he had sent to me – he was like, I hope we stick the landing – so I texted him back and I said, Kip, you struck, or you stuck the landing and then said a couple other little things. And uh, it was just awesome. It was awesome, man. It's very good. You need to see it. But give you, you do, you're doing the right thing. You're not just shoving it in a time period. Give yourself some time, you know, where you can really soak it in. And it's the last one. I will tell you that. It's the last one. Just tell her no and right. let her go ahead and get mad at you. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Uh, Brad Delp. Uh, Jonathan Massey, how old would he be today? He uh, died by his own hand in 2007. So it's been 16 years since he passed away. And they were big in the 70s? Oh, yeah. Uh, 77, help me here. They were big from 76 to 80. Then there was nothing until third stage in 86. Which was the soundtrack of my senior year in high school. We're not going to go into all that again, though. You know, me picking up my yearbook and driving up Stone Mountain. And hey, we're not going to get into it, John Dawson, okay? Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, that was also the concert when they released the album after Third Stage, which was awful. I mean, well, that opinion, one was awful. I'll yeah, agree with you yeah. on that. And that was the concert that I went to that I saw him up in Raleigh where they play, they opened with like five songs that you knew. And he, Brad Delp made the mistake of saying, I got to tell you, I hate that we're going to have to cut the birthday game short here, but uh, listen, 
Uh, Massey wins today. Brad Delp is would have been 72 today. Today is George H.W. Bush's birthday. He would be 99 today. Like I said, Massey wins today 3-2. to two. It's tied four days to four in the birthday game. Thank you again to uh, Mark Panicelli in our first round. What a fun second hour there, Shelly and David Barnes. We're going to have to get them back in here. We will uh, here in the next week or two. Tomorrow, Richard Clark in our first hour. Have a good Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.